Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Pathfinder podcast on the planet where we ask the hard questions like is it weird to eat a beef burger in front of the minotaur well no because beef isn't made out of bulls it's made out of cat oh okay wait um I, ritz ritz no no this no, is no, a ritz moment back, hold on back up for a second ritz so what is a bull ritz <laughs> hold on i'm having a moment okay um, what is a bull no it it's different because they take. I think it would be kind of like if you were eating a literal monkey in front of a human being. So, <laughs> well, people do that. People eat monkeys. I would. I would be a little bit not okay with it, but I. I don't know. I think they'd feel Sometimes weird about it. Sometimes monkeys eat monkeys. And you know what? That that yeah, they do that. That's, but that's on them, not on me. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it'd be fucked up to eat a burger in front of a minotaur. I do need to give you that this answer does have a right and wrong answer. Uh, in that specifically, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Minotaurs and Pathfinder have very strong feelings on cattle. They think that cattle are oppressed and enslaved folk and go out of their way to uh, free them from uh, farms wherever they can. They do? I <laughs> fucking love them. It feels weird. That feels okay. weird. <laughs> would anyone would we like to play some pasta? So what's their take on pork? Yeah. Now, that's a good question, actually. That's a mu- Or chicken. Yeah. Well, chicken, they're like birds. I guess there's enough of a degree of separation. Tengus, like- though. Are they vegan? Are they, now, what, are yeah, they vegan? Tengu, are they tengu, tengu. vegetarian? Huh. Tengu gotta be weirded out by that, too. The logistics yeah, of a fantasy world and meat are so bizarre. Yeah. But what does the Minotaur fucking think of pork? Shit. It's like the Pokemon syndrome. You just assume that people don't eat Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Even though there are many, many Pokedex entries during... By the way, this one's fucking delicious. Yeah. Fucking Magikarp. Mmm. Have that a bit of garlic butter. They drink that one cow Pokemon's milk. (laughs) You can't do this. I don't like this question. Please, can we play? (laughs) Oh, you asked for ones. That's neat. Yes, I'd love to play some Pathfinder. (laughs) <laughs> Please. So, previously an extinction curse. Uh, you guys have made your way into uh, Moonstone Temple, a uh, ancient hall of Aradin buried beneath uh, the woodwork district, and it's full of Zulgat. Yay! Yay! Um, after teaming up with the Quasit Givzib, uh, the best character in Dice Roll, um, right. Givzib the Quasit told you 
that there were three demon callers who were in this temple. However, originally many, many more Zulgath were here. Also, by the way, Mr. Dusklight is a uh, part of this. Mr. Dusklight's down here and we're not exactly sure why. Maybe it's to get super rich. We're not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, uh, after beating the shit out of some of these guys, um, you descended deeper into the temple where you were happened upon by a priest, which is the worst thing you can meet underground. Um, especially when Sometimes. that priest, especially when that priest is a six hundred year old ghost. Okay, well, yeah. Um, emphasis is on the priest, though. This priestly <laughs> poltergeist, Altadar, was the high priest of Moonstone Temple when it was first built, and has since haunted its halls, getting very cranky about the other priests of Aridon, who are still here for sure. Don't tell him Aridon's dead. He's very touchy subject. Um, you talk to him a little bit, and uh, you're told, hey, if you want to find out more about the Aeon Orbs, go to the fucking library. Um, and he gestured you that way, and you're like, cool. And you walked in, and what's in there but a fucking pterodactyl demon. That's cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you guys have hit level 7, but we're not going to go into uh, what you guys got, because a lot of it is smaller stuff. Uh, it'll be stuff that we bring up as uh, we adventure through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you got all got some new skill feats, some new regular feats, maybe a skill increase here and there. You know, it's more technical stuff to make you stronger rather than big flashy choices. Except for Keiko, who's got new spells, which is always fucking terrifying. Are we ready to uh, <laughs> play? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, everyone roll initiative. Except for, for Royari, because, you know. Royari's just going to stand around looking hot. 26. Uh, Volio? 22. All right. So, top of the order, with an initiative roll of 30-fucking-four <laughs> is the rock, the rash demon, the giant pterodactyl creature. This thing is standing uh, at about, like, 10 feet tall, with leathery wings uh, flapping its, ba- uh, its, like, long-pointed beacon crest, uh, sharp as nails, and it's gonna run up to you now. It is very, very, very fucking angry. It lets out a shriek, and it begins to do a little dance as it flies. Mm-hmm. The rock kind of sur- like swooshes into the air and starts flapping its wings and chanting in abyssal, uh, but not a form of abyssal you understand easily, Ariato. All you know that it's some sort of like profane prayer. And as its wings are flapping, Electricity is um, starting to kind of build up around it, and he is making an emanation of electricity around himself. One that instantly fills the entire room. Okay. Mm. So you guys all need to make me a reflex save. <laughs> no, 10. I rolled it out one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hey, we're up to full health right since we leveled. Yeah, and you also you did go to sleep before this. Cool. Uh, 23. 24. 24? Mm-hmm. Okay, so everyone fails. Okay. And that's going to be 18 damage to everyone except Volio, who takes double. Oh. That's 18 damage to uh, Ariato and Royari. And uh, that's 36 to uh, Volio. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. On the other hand... You do see that the fucking Zulgath also takes this damage. Oh, shit. <laughs> he yells in Bitch. pain, roaring out like, Argh! 
I summoned you and you do destiny. Uh, he shouts in abyssal and the rock just screeches out, continuing to do his little boogie. It's a little funny. It is kind of funny, but also discuss. This is a bastard demon is what you're getting. Um, that is his turn. He spent a whole turn doing that. Uh, Ariato, it is your turn. Uh, fuck, what do you do? I want to showcase this now. I could. <laughs> I'm very scared. I have scared. the spell slots for it. I'm very <laughs> scared. No, fuck it, why not? Both both the Zulgath and Discount Digimon over there yeah. give me a fortitude save. Uh-oh, that is a 29 for the rock. Okay, passes. A 16 for the Zulgath. That does not pass. Okay, so let's see here. Enervation. Oh no! Enervation's back in the game? Uh huh. Oh no! Oh. Oh my god, seriously? So. Since. What is this Okay. Do? So. Extending your finger, you fire a beam of negative energy that weakens the life force of any creature it touches. Each living creature in a line must attempt a fortitude save. Oh no! 30 foot line. Uh huh! <laughs> oh my god, this so, is horrible! Um, the Zulgath, because they failed, gets 48 persistent negative damage and is drained one. Oh my god! Okay, so he loses three uh, max HP instantly uh, and takes a damage on top, but he's also Ooh. going to start taking negative damage on his turn. 48, was it? Mm-hmm. That's fucking insane! Jesus. 48 persistent. I will roll that in a second. And the demon gets 2d8 persistent negative damage, but you nothing else. You a success? Yeah. That's so... <laughs> you have to get okay. a crit success for it to be ineffective. That's terrifying. All right. Cool. <laughs> Love it. That's such a cool spell. Uh, Ariado, you raise a hand and like a black crackling beam of lightning bursts out of your palm, piercing through the uh, heart of the rock and then zooming into the heart of the Zulgat. The Zulgat lets out a yeah! of pain as he kind of stumbles a little bit. And uh, the rock here, uh, it's like snarling trying to fight it off, but you do see, like, black charge building up around its joints. Uh, roll me that damage. So... Zulgath takes 18 damage. And okay. the Vrock takes 5. <laughs> okay, so they will take that damage on their turn, uh, but, like, before their turn starts. That's... Mm -hmm. that is nuts. I love that. Excuse me? And then <laughs> she's gonna put a shield on herself. Good oh, call! Ariado, you bubble yourself being like, okay, not, not fucking around with that. Um, Volio, it's your turn. That thing just hurt you very badly. And uh, you see that, like, black lightning is now surging around Dem, and you're like, you're not sure you care for that. Yeah, his hair is, like, sticking up. You know how you how it is when you get shocked in a cartoon. Volio, I don't think he would take kindly to that. I don't think he likes that. So I think he's going to start sillying. It's rage sillying. I don't want to call it okay. raging. Chuckling. Uh, chuckling. Listen. You're right. Chuckling is good. You start chuckling. Uh, okay. And, man, he's just going to smash a bird. He's just going to smash a bird really hard. Uh, okay. 
take a step forward and just go at it. Just go for it. Okay, go for it. Ooh, how's a 15 not hit? Um, I regret to tell you that a 15 is a crit fail. You know what? Well, I'm using a hero point. Good call. Yeah, that's fair enough. How about a 31? A 31 is a very juicy hit. <laughs> that's um, 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay, uh, Volio, you slam into this rock, and you do so with much more force than uh, Royari or Ariadne would have originally expected from you. That's because um, your hammer is kind of, uh, when it swings, it leaves behind a trail of green energy, uh, which is to say, when you hit level 7, Volio, you gained weapon specialization. And what you got from being uh, the Blood Rager... um, Path that I homebrewed for you is now your weapons do extra force damage. <gasps> Sick. Which is very fun and very juicy. Uh, you slam into this guy and he lets out a <laughs> um, kind of stumbling back a little bit. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you did instead of an extra two damage from rage, you did an extra six damage from rage. <laughs> um, cool. It snarls and uh, then. From behind him, you hear a <laughs> because someone's taking 18 damage in the back. <laughs> um, it's the Zulgat leader. He yells out in pain, and he's going to rush you, Ariadne, because that very much so upset him. Um, he's going to try to hit you with his uh, great axe. That is a that is a natural 20. Well, it'll hit. <laughs> um, she is going to then. Can she? Can she undo the shield? Yeah, uh, you can pop the bubble uh, to undo some of that damage if you'd like. She's going to pop the bubble. <laughs> Royari is going to... I don't think I've used it yet. Um, Can I use Glimpse of Redemption? Yes, you can. Glimpse of Redemption. Uh, so, Royari, how does this work? They, like, hesitate um, because there's visions of redemption that play in their, like, head, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the person who I'm doing this to um, needs to choose whether they are completely unharmed by the damage or... So they missed it, like they give up and don't attack the opponent? Yes, or Mm -hmm. they do take damage, but they gain resistance to all damage against it um, equal to two plus my level. Um, And after the damaging, after the damage is um, given, the enemy um, becomes enfeebled too until the end of its next turn. So what happens is this guy rushes and he's going straight for uh, Ariato's neck. Um, and Ariato, you quickly raise that bubble and there's like a clank. And yes, you managed to block off some of this damage, but the bubble pops completely, um, meaning that you're not going to be able to use that for 10 minutes. Uh, so you can reduce this by 10 damage. Okay. And Royari, on the other hand, will reduce it by another 9 damage uh, as... The Zulgat rushes past and then feels eyes bearing into him, like almost physically burning into his skin. And for a second, he feels like, what if I didn't do this? What if my crusade is wrong? Is it right to harm others? Is it right to cause distress? <laughs> of course it is. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, oh God, doesn't like that. Oh, no. Um, mean this <laughs> incoming attack is going to be reduced by 19 damage total. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Meaning he does. When he would have done 22 damage, he did. 3 damage. On a mat 20. 
<laughs> Thank you, God. On top of that, he's going to make a second attack now, snarling, and he rolled in that one. Wow. No numbers in between. That is that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not rolling on D20. It looks like I'm rolling with my coin. I'm just flipping. God. Um, oh, he falls prone. He trips on his own tail as he's being uh, redeemed and bubbled. And he hits the floor. And he's going to take now... Uh, I'm going to roll a D20 to see if he takes that extra damage from being um, enervated. The answer is yes. He rolled a two. KK, roll me 48 damage real fast. 15. So what you see is this guy run up and he's like, and he's going for a throat. And then three things happen, four things happen in a row. Number one, Ariat, you block the incoming throat slash. Number two, Royari, you stare him so good and make him feel the weight of his sins as Iomade judges him for his cruelty. Number three, he trips on his own feet and starts falling. Number four, he dies. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. He just fucking <laughs> collapses on the floor in a pile in front of Ariato, twitching oh. as negative energy spews through him. I didn't expect that one. <laughs> she just blinks and looks down and looks at and looks at Rory like, did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. Was that me or is that you? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it just happened. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's a victory for us. Okay, Rari, it is your turn. Um, you got panache now for kind of just standing there and staring at a dude and then he just fucking died. <laughs> that was a good... Both of you take a hero point. That worked out real fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Rari simply uh, steps up to this giant bird monstery thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and is going to fucking attack with insane amounts of strength. Not really all You're that running insane. very fast, by the way. Like, incredibly fast. You're less of a person, more of a blur. Vivacious speed means that when you are uh, under panache now, you get a plus 15 bonus to your speed. Are they a pretty blur? They are a very pretty blur. <laughs> um, the Eye of Essence is glowing. This thing's a demon. Not surprisingly. Well, you sir, you know what? Rary's feeling frisky. I'll use a finisher. Okay. Um, I'm pretty confident in it. Okay. 27. Yeah, 27's a fucking hit, babe. Hell yeah. Like, holy shit, yeah. Um, roll me that damage. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, Royer, you slit into this thing and slash through its uh, weird scaled body. That's at a hiss of anger. Uh, I didn't like that. Um, and then I f- do a backflip over it. Okay. A 23. Okay, uh, that is literally the DC you needed to be- beat. Uh, Royari, you <coughs> slip through the air, land on uh, the other side, and swing around, getting your panache again, uh, which makes the rock very fucking angry. Um, but then again, it seems that most things make this thing angry. Um, it lets out a scream in a bristle and says... Uh, Suffer under the eternal vice of vengeance. No. And uh, it emits a shrill screech. Uh, Everyone needs to make me a fortitude save. Another 23. 24. That's a 28. Okay. So, uh, Royari and Ariato, both of you fail. Um, this shrill screech pierces into your ears and like for a second it completely scrambles your brain this is a really loud one which means that you are stunned too 
anything that you are going to do with mental stuff is going to be a little reduced for uh, two turns, basically. Okay. Um, which is not great, especially not for a caster. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, Volio, you kind of grin through it. Uh, not only do you succeed, thanks to your new uh, Juggernaut class ability, uh, which you got <laughs> from leveling up, that's a critical success. Literally nothing <gasps> happens, yeah. and you're just kind of grinning there like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's horrifying. It is. It rattles through his head, and you see him like kind of wiggling like a bubble head, and he just—he just looks even sillier, which is, yeah. Yeah. Um, he isn't happy about that, so he's going to slam a hand into you, uh, uh, Volume. That is a thirty-three to hit. Uh, yeah, that's a crit. Okay, that is. Ooh, really a crit? Yeah, my AC is 22. It's 21 when I'm raging. Oopsie. Whoops. Well, Ro- Ro- Royari might want to use um, I will Glimpse be... of Redemption real fast. Okay, I can use Glimpse. Because that's going to be uh, 46 damage. Okay. Um, I'll use Glimpse of Redemption. Um, so, the Vrock swings a claw at you, Volio, and tries to rip it across your face. And, like, he does. Um, and he does do a lot of damage. Uh, she looks over um, as the fucking bird demon is about to fucking slash through Volio's face and is like, well, don't do that. That's how uncouth. Um, <laughs> as you uh, say these words and he slashes into uh, Volio's chest, um, he feels the divine power that is flowing through you uh, as if you are a vessel of Iomide and calming him and telling him to stop. And he takes 48 damage from that. No, no, no. Excuse me? He hates that. He takes eight damage uh, because he has peace vulnerability. A rock's rat is the heart of their essence and forcing peace on them wrenches at their soul. They hate being calm. (laughs) They literally hate being calm. So you trying to stop them extremely frustrates them. Either way, uh, that is going to be uh, nine less damage, uh, Volio. Which means that instead of doing uh, a monstrous um, 46 damage, it's uh, still pretty bad, but not terrible 37 damage. I could deal with that. You actually take uh, 31 damage because you are chaotic neutral, not good. And some of this damage is evil damage, meaning you're immune to it. (laughs) (laughs) It pays not to be good. So you take 31 damage instead of 40, uh, 46. Sexy. You know what? Not bad. Um, however, the rock is extremely fuck mad at Royari now. How fucking dare you try to make me calm down? Uh, and she shrieks out and she's going to make an attack roll at you. Your AC is a little higher because of the Eye of Essence. Uh, that is a... Ooh, that's going to be a 16 to hit. A 16? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Eye of Essence raises your AC against demons by one. Crit fail. It's just barely not a crit fail. Uh, so that is a miss, on not a crit fail. Uh, Ariado, it is your turn. Oh, wait, no! Wait, wait, wait! He did take eight damage at the start of his turn from uh, Ariato's enervation, and he has to roll again to make sure he doesn't take more. <laughs> he does take more! Roll me more enervation damage! Yay! Seven. That's another seven damage as d- Black Lightning continues to seep at his life force. And he's fucking mad about it. Ariado, it's your turn. You got three turns. 
can't bubble anymore, but at least you're not dead. What do you do? Uh, I mean, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just feel like biting something and taking part of their health. Glutton's <laughs> jaws. Okay, Ariato, we haven't done this one in a while. You partially morph into a creature of the glutton dark. Your fangs becoming practically saurian as you rush for him. Uh, go for it. Uh, by the way, his AC is lower, right? Because uh, it's blood magic. His yep, AC is dropped one turn. Gonna fucking jump over the dead Zogoth over here and chomp. Okay, go for it. 28. That's a hit, baby. Roll damage. Uh, eight damage, and it gives me five HP back. Very nice. Okay, you chomp into him, rip a bit of his flesh, and he lets out a dinosaur-like shriek. He didn't like that. Good. Uh, you're keeping yourself safe, thank God. Ariado, is that your turn? You use Gotham's uh, jaws, you ran, you bit? Yep. Nice. Okay, Volio, it's your turn. Uh, holy shit, what do you do? Holy shit. Well, I, I do what I do best. I hit, I kill, I maim, I destroy. Okay. I giggle a bit. Smack him. <sighs> you know, sometimes you have off days... Sometimes you're not as funny as you think. Sometimes you roll a 16. Which would have been a crit fail if it hadn't been for the rock being like out of Ariato's <laughs> jaws. I'm very thankful. Uh, well, second time's the turn. Okay. No, it's not. 13. That's a crit fail, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, okay. Give it to me. Let's see. Uh, that is... Oh, no! Oh, fuck off. What is it? Make me a world save. Oh, shit. <laughs> is Volio going to go under? No, I don't think so. That's a 19. Blast off. Oh, what? no. I... Roll me Sorry? a d6. Tell me what that does. Roll me a d6. Okay. And then roll me a, a d10, please. Okay. I rolled a 6 on my d6 and a 10 on my d10. How funny is that? <laughs> Extremely funny, actually. Oh, please. <laughs> you must succeed on a will saving throw or be thrown 1d6 times 5 feet into the air in a random direction determined by the GM. Um, and I was like, okay. 1 to one to 9 uh, will be uh, the different directions, like southwest, northwest, blah, blah, blah. And if you got a 10, it would be directly upwards. No, stop, please. You are launched 30 feet into the air. Oh, you hit the ground please. with your no, hammer please. and there's an explosion and you fucking rocket jump into the air. You hit the fucking ceiling and then you fall back to the floor. No, please tell me I break through the ceiling, please. Um, I mean, I think you probably do dent to the ceiling. It is underground. <laughs> you look up at the ceiling and Volio's face is just there in the rock. Oh. I think you're gonna take 15 fall damage from this in total. Okay. <laughs> Everyone stops for a second to stare at you before going back to killing each other. Um, <laughs> you have one action left, Volio. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, after that, um, <laughs> I think Volio might want to wise up a little bit and he's gonna, he's going to take out a lesser healing potion for himself. Okay, good call. 
Royari, it's your turn. Royari stares for a second, just in awe. Like, oh wow, oh my, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and then, then he is going to, um, I'm gonna use um, a precise strike. Okay. Uh, that's a 34. A 34? Oh my god, because he is flat forward and because his AC is reduced by Ariado, yes, that is a crit! Um, so that's 9 damage, so that'll be 18 damage. Ooh. Very nice. Um, also, uh, it does an extra deadly D8. Uh, it's an extra 2 damage. That's always good. Um, and he is continued to be flat forward because that is a crit with a rapier. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, you have two actions left. What do you do? Um, I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. Oh, you know. Uh, it's an 18. An 18 is unfortunately a miss, but you still do half of 3d6. 10 damage. Um, so that's five. Okay. Uh, you're doing pretty good, all things considered. Um, and you have one action left. What do you do? Um, Riari's going to, um, tumble through. Okay. Do cool tricks and things. 32. Yes, absolutely. You swing right through there. All right. Uh, Rare, you fucking jump between his legs, skidding out to stand between Ariato and Volio in front of this monstrous demon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Vrock's turn, unfortunately. And the Vrock is... quite fucking mad. Well, maybe he should have just gotten good at game. Uh, well, he is going to release a spore cloud, apparently. Yeah, all right. Everyone, make me a fortitude save. 28. 23. 27. Very nice. Okay, so all of you are going to take 2d8 uh, damage regardless. Uh, Spores burst out of this creature's weird hide, uh, and that is a 10 poison damage to everyone. Royari and Volio, you're both fine. In fact, Volio, you're better than fine. Uh, You take only 5 damage because you get crit success because you're a juggernaut. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But Ariato, those spores start to dig into your body a little bit, and they start to grow as thick green vines. Oh, oh gross. And you're going to start taking persistent damage as well, which is Good. unfortunate. But if the others help you help pull it off, uh, you should be fine. It's going to be unpleasant one way or another. Um, that is one of its turns. Uh, its second turn is going to go for uh, Royari again. He's got a vendetta. That is a 37 to hit. Do I count it as, as an ally against myself? Unfortunately not. This was a hold the bait for a while, but no, you don't. Yeah. That's a... Okay. Uh, that is going to be a total of 58 damage. Yeesh. I'm still standing. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this thing fucking like... Hex right into your chest, Royari, and almost stabs through you, but you're able to kind of stave off. Um, it is then going to make a claw strike at you. Uh, that is going to be a 24. Oh, no, that doesn't hit. Okay. Right, yeah, sorry. Uh, that is no damage, Shen. That is his turn. Ariado, get his fucking ass. Ariado, you got three actions. Uh, you're going to take some uh, persistent damage at the end. Oh, wait, so does he. One second. Yeah, okay, cool. He's still he's still getting it bad. Uh, roll me a... Um, roll me two D8s to damage him. 13. Woo! He takes that 13. Um, Ariado, you have three actions. 
Vines are starting to grow from your body and tear in, uh, like, bullet you. You're go you could try to figure out how to get rid of them, uh, but that would take an action. They might go away on their own, you're not entirely sure. Uh, she's gonna take a turn to try to figure it out. Okay, make me a religion check. Hey, it's, you're good at that one. Nat 20. Yeah, okay, so you you don't even have to think about it too hard. I'm just gonna say, like, this doesn't even take an action. You Like, as soon as you glance down, you know, okay, these things will stop growing after 10 rounds and will wither in 1d4 days. Uh, but like, the vines will be destroyed if they're affected by a good spell or if someone applies holy water on them. Oh, okay. So you you know that since you're in a temple of a god, you're going to find holy water pretty easily. Yeah. There might even be fonts, like, in this room. We haven't really looked. That didn't take an action because of the nat 20. You got three actions left. What do you do? Cool. I'm going to bite it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, 27. 27 is a hit. Roll damage. Nine damage. Okay, yeah, he takes that nine damage. And how much healing is that? One. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> okay, you got two actions left. What do you do? Fight again. Go for it. That's a hero point. <laughs> That's a hero point is what that is. Better. Another 27. Yep, that's another hit. Roll damage. Eight damage. Okay, uh, that is eight extra damage as it kind of wheezes out in pain. It's really starting to get hurt. Uh, like, this thing is not looking good. And how much healing is that? Uh, three. Okay, are you going to make three strikes like in baseball, or are you going to do something else with your last action? Three strikes. Go for it. Fuck it. Fuck it. 20? A 20 is unfortunately a miss. But it's not That's a fail, like a crit fail, which it very could have easily been. You, you know, if it, when you have a plus four at the last uh, for your last turn, you know, that, that just happens. Uh, Ariata, make me a d20 roll. Oh. 10. Okay, so uh, you are going to take this damage. That is going to be a total of five damage from these vines, which are now constricting at you. Okay. Not great, but you'll probably be fine. Like I said, there's holy water everywhere. Uh, I mean, my my healing from earlier mitigated that. <laughs> uh, four, so... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, Volio, it is your turn. This guy's starting to look like shit. What do you do? Oh, I kind of look like shit, too. So, uh, for anything, I'm just going to down that potion. Okay. Be worse. I got nine HP back. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's every little helps. You got two actions up. What do you do? I drop the glass, and I'm going to hit him. And Go you know it. what? 18. Unfortunately, that is a miss, unless you would like to use a hero point. I don't have any hero points left, hon. Oops! Darling, dearest DM, I don't have any. Okay, well, you've got one action left. What do you I do? I got a second one, please. 23? Uh, a 23 is unfortunately not a hit, Ritz. I'm so sorry. <gasps> it was okay, very close. That's cool. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. This guy, like I said, is not looking good. Volio tried to take him out, but he's just a little bit off. Uh, what do you do? Royari is going to attack it. Full strength. Okay. Is that precise strike or a not precise strike? Yeah, I'll use it. I'm going to use a precise strike. Okay. 27. That is a hit. Roll damage. Nine. Very nice. You got one more, uh, two more actions. What do you do? Um, use a finisher. Go for it. 28. That, how much damage is that? That is a hit roll. How much damage is that? 19. Royari, how do you kill this pterodactyl demon? Royari, um... He's just like, um, I think that they're like, um, it's like fighting each other for a second. And Riari just 
um, like, just manages to, um, stab into, like, its, like, chest cavity. <sighs> it lets out a vile shriek of anger and fury before it slumps to the floor and dies on the floor. Black lightning still shocking through its body. You guys have beaten a horrible monster. Fucked up. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Fucking finally. Ow. Oh, fuck. Ow. <laughs> Rihanna walks over to, um, in this library, there's, it looks like there's a, like, there's a table, right? He sits down at a chair and is like, oh, I need a second. How about it around? Uh. He takes out a bunch of healing. Ariato, you are not looking great, uh, especially with the tings. A single, uh, heal spell would also do the trick if you need it. Uh, let me see if I have that, actually. Or, no, I don't know if you do. Wait, um, if, uh, if Royari, I'll let you guys figure this one out. Like, it's not hurting you right now, but if you go into combat again, it'll start strangling at you again, which I assume is not ideal. Huh. Hmm? Prairie Beats. <gasps> oh! Cast Blesser Heal each once per day. You're oh. right! Okay, you can do that. Well, she's gonna fucking do that. <laughs> Ariadne, you pull out these prayer beads of Arden and you hold them and you start mumbling a few prayers that you might have learned about Nocticula uh, when you were a kid. And, well, when you were a kid, it, this was relatively recently. Hmm. Um, some prayers that you've learned from Nocticula and healing energy starts to pulse through you. Uh, make me a heal spell and this'll kill those vines immediately. Uh, 10 HP back. Cool. Okay. You get 10 HP back, and instantly, Ariato, those vines that had been, uh, cut, like, stringing around you fall off onto the floor and start to disintegrate. Nice! Ugh. Gross. Um, Volu and Royari, you two are sitting around the li- library table, uh, taking shots of potions. Yeah. Uh, you guys can heal up a little bit. Uh, remember, Royari, that every minute that passes, you restore HP thanks to your, uh, the pearly white spindle will heal you 1 HP, uh, per per minute. Okay. So you guys could literally uh, chill out for a while and you will heal yourself for a while. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, how long do you guys want to chill out? It would take Royari about an hour and a half to heal back to max. And you guys could use medicine checks in the, on each other in the meantime. Yeah, sure. Uh, who wants to use their medicine chain to heal someone up? I can do that. Okay. I am not trying. <laughs> uh, Royari, are you trained? Um, no, I am not trained. I have a plus zero. Well. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay, yes. Uh, that'd be 48 hit points uh, over the course of an hour. Okay. Uh, who, who needs it the most? I assume Volio? I'm at 32 HP, yes. Okay. I got destroyed. 20 HP back. I'll take it. I mean, um... How, well, what's your HP at right now? Uh, mine is 49 out of 56. Oh, you're good. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna down some more, because I'm only at half. Uh, okay. I only have six healing potions left, just to let you guys know. That's nine. One more. That's 12. Uh, you do have your healing gloves, by the way? I do, yeah. You also do have the reflection of life, which you could, uh turn on to gain four times thick is 24 HP, but you wouldn't be able to do that again for us today. I'll do the healer's gloves. Okay. 
uh, uh, slip one on, just pat my chest with it. That's 2d6 plus 7. It's 12 more. Okay. Uh, I think I'm good for now, honestly. Okay. Ariato and I can use Volio, the other thing later. You two spend a better part of an hour and a half just kind of healing each other up while Royari is looking at books and looking for information that might be valuable. Uh, Volio's kind of slumped on the table. Like, you know how, like, you sit down and you, like, put your arms up and your face is just, like, on the table. At least put an arm, at least, like, lay down on your arms so that way you don't, like, squish your nose. My arms are too <laughs> sore. This is the best way I can rest and not hurt. Ariato takes out her pouch and, like, lifts Volio's head for a second, puts the, puts the pouch under her, uh, their forehead and, like, gently puts their head back down. Oh, what an angel you are. Thank you so much. No problem. I would offer to also move your arms, but considering you're sore, I think that's a bad idea. I think they'd fall off. Would you like to try? Let's not have that. No. <laughs> I think it'd be a fun party trick to remove them. Would you be able to put them back? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. But we do not know until we try. How good are you at one hand juggling? <laughs> Very talented. I can juggle with my feet, you know. Hmm. I think Ariato pokes at one of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking yelps. Up. Oh, hmm. Are you you still sure that you want to take an arm off? <laughs> I, he sits up and he's like, "All right. No, no arms. No arms being lost. Yes, yes. Bad joke. Okay. Awful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure." Um, I think it's by now that Royari comes back and dumps three big fat fucking tomes on the table and it's like, look what oh, I got. My gosh. Look what I found. <gasps> oh, yay, books. books. Um, so Royari, you spent, uh, because like you kind of healed passively. You didn't really need to enter uh, yourself the way the others did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you spent some time looking uh, and you found three books that looked kind of interesting. Um, the first one is the Moonstone Oracles, um, which seems to describe the Moonstone Pools, which you've heard a little bit about, and Ariato had a little bit of information on. But maybe there's more info in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another book called The Spells of Man, which you're like, well, that's it. I like anything about men. And um, <laughs> that is how it feels. Uh, a dusty tome of onion skin which details various legendary acts of Aradin before he, before and after he ascended godhood called The Deeds of Aradin. Um, so you found some really interesting books and you could split it between them to figure out what uh, if you want to re- get information. Where he's like, you want to see if we can find anything in, um, anything useful or interesting in the... Yes, absolutely. It's worth a try. Who wants to read what book? Ryari wants to read about Aridin. I'd like to read about magic. Ariato is interested in the pools. There we go, look at that! How? What a fun coincidence. I don't think that's a coincidence <laughs> at all, Derek. Yeah. So, Ariato, you can go first, um, and you start reading through the Moonstone Oracles. Um, so, 
Moonstone pools are something that exist worldwide, although they are exceedingly rare. Um, mm-hmm. th- they're something you probably heard about from a fortune teller from another circus who'd heard about it from another fortune teller. Kind of like, you know they exist, but you don't really know much about them. So this tech describes them. Uh, the Moonstone pools from uh, Moonstone Temple were some of the earliest ever discovered. And essentially, it tells you more about them. Like, they've always kind of been a divination urban legend. So finding out that they were straight up in Eskadar this entire time is like, oh, neat. Mm -hmm. So uh, what it says, though, is that Moonstone uh, pools are natural spring water pools, which are transformed into conduits for powerful divination. Um, The book details how Aridonite priests create items keyed to each pool, magical circlets called Moonstone diadems. Uh, to deposit visual history using the pools as receptacles. Um, the books mention that later generations of priests used the Moonstone diadems to view these repositories of knowledge and explained that a diadem brought into proximity with a pool unlocks its knowledge. So those crowns, uh, you see, know that uh, Ultadar has one, although you're not sure how real it is, and you know that um, the Zulgat up above had a broken one, which is very helpful. Essentially, they are pools which work as not divination of the future, necessarily, but divination of the past. They let you rewind history of a specific location. Okay. Which could be very useful. Whether it's someone's memories or, in this case, it seems to state that a lot of the ones in Moonstone Temple would be the memories of the location. Mm-hmm. Although they have been known to tell of the future as well. They're funny little time pools, and that's really interesting. Could okay. be useful to know what happened here. Yeah. While you're reading through that, Volo, you are reading through the Spells of Man. Yeah. And um, the Spells of Man proposes that human spellcasters are the originators of most common spells, which, in your uh, words, are, what the load of fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? The claims are not really well-reasoned. It's just like, well, humans are great at everything, so it stands to reason that humans invented most of magic. Like, nose is wrinkled the entire time he's reading this. It's extremely pretentious, it's extremely haughty, and it's... it's not great. Yeah. But it does have some interesting spell formulae that you're like, oh? Oh? Tree scrolls. A scroll of favorable review... Oh. A scroll of pyrotechnics <gasps> and a scroll of spell immunity. Oh, come to Papa. So, a uh, favorable review, you immediately see and you're like, oh, fuck yes. Um, it's not a particularly magical spell, but it's one that could be kind of useful. Uh, you enchant a creature to ensure that they only have good things to say about uh, your business. <gasps> Identify a single creature, location, or performance, such as Dame Elendia, Savory's Meats, or the Theater of Mind's latest magic show. The target must make a will save, and you can dismiss the spell. And if it works, the target will only have nice things to say about your performance. Like, for a week, they straight up cannot say anything negative about it. I have so many ideas for that. It's a level 4 spell, which That's is so difficult, perfect. but... It's very juicy. 
Uh, pyrotechnics, on the other hand, is even juicier. You turn a fire into a burst of blinding fireworks or a thick cloud of choking smoke. So you see a, uh, a fire source and immediately it explodes into either a colorful array of flashy, fiery, glowing aerial fireworks in a 20-foot burst, which you can sustain, and uh, it will dazzle opponents or blind them. That's good for a lot of things. Or you can make a smoke cloud, which uh, makes people sickened and also lets you hide real good. <gasps> yes, that is so sexy. There's a lot you could do without even in like a show. And also in a fight, it's a very, very nice spell. Lastly, there is spell immunity. This is a very interesting one. And Ariata would be able to take this if you didn't want it. Spell immunity, you ward a creature against the effects of a single spell. Choose a spell and name it aloud as part of the verbal component. Spell immunity attempts to counteract that spell whenever the target is affected by it. For for one whole day, 24 hours. So if you're going up against someone who you know has fireball, you could make this person counteract any fireball checks that is cast on them. Zoo-wee mama. I like that. Very nice. It was worth reading through this extremely human-centric piece of text. Yeah. But, Royari, you're the one who finds something really surprising. Mm-hmm. This book is kind of a biography of Aradon. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to have been written more than a century ago because it doesn't mention him dying. <laughs> oh, dear. However, it, like, it talked about who he was as a human, a powerful uh, mage and uh, excellent blacksmith in the ancient empire of Aslant, um, one of the most powerful heroes of the time. He, vis- he traveled the world. He went um, all around uh, the inner sea, which is where you guys are. Mm-hmm. He traveled the seas and went across to Arcadia, uh, the long lost uh, continent far to the west where he met Arasni, um, the lady who would eventually become a saint of him uh, when she was a human adventurer. Mm-hmm. And it talks about all these really interesting and amazing adventures he went on. And you're like, oh, pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But it's towards the end of the book after like, oh, cool, he fought a, a megalich. I knew that one. And oh, cool, he, um, he made a cool vault. That's neat. There's one passage at the very end that catches you by surprise because it mentions the Aeon Orbs, and specifically their origin. The passage reads, The last Aslanti saw how the vile dwellers of the lands below squandered the orb's life-giving power. He wept for the six beacons of creation forced to illuminate twisted monoliths and blood-stained altars. They did not use it for peace. They used it to empower their cruel demonic worship and wicked torture of the innocent. Aradin descended into the bowels of the world and plucked the radiant orbs from their cradle in that fell land. He left one of them in his infinite mercy to sustain the vault which was called the Vask. The other five he named Aeon Orbs and carried them up to the light of his new land, still mere rocks drawn from raging sea. Five towers he built. The Marsh Tower to tame the mire. The Forest Tower to sustain the great woods. The Liferoot Stone to guard the Sulwyn Hills. And the Wellspring Tower to shine across the lush plains. The fifth he placed upon Aaron to illuminate the Isle of his Chosen. He smiled upon the blazing Aeon Orbs from his throne in the high mountains. 
as his beacon shone across the land, Aridan poured his own essence into The light of his five orbs woke the islands, coaxing the fields and forests into an abundant growth. And for so long as he reigns, his aeon orbs shall shine in bounty. Aradin's eternal promise of life to humanity stemming from his own. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, there is. All right. Rari looks up from this book. Um, and at the others and is like, well, I found some information. Oh? Oh, yeah? One, the, the Aeon orbs, you know, you know, those, those little, little doodads, um, hmm. Funny little trinkets. Aridin didn't make them. What? He didn't make them. He rescued them from the Zukath. Which is the first issue. <laughs> the second issue is... You know how, um... The Isle of Cortos is like... Aridin's chosen little, like, islands and lands and stuff. And and it's all... It's, it was all, like, powered by, like, by the orbs and... and yes, stuff. of course. You know that? Well, it says that they would... They'll have, like, eternal bullshit for as long as he lives... He's not living. The unfortunate part about that is that he's dead. Um... So I don't know... What... Is going to happen to our little... Home! Our home! I don't know what's going to happen, um, at all. Um, but this is what I found out, and... Uh. I mean, I have... There's no reason not to believe it's true, so that's great. And that's when the room gets a lot colder suddenly. Mm-hmm. Like, frigidly cold. <laughs> and you feel a presence kind of appearing behind you. Hello there! And kind of, appe- like, the books in the uh, room all start to kind of flicker, the pages turning very quickly. Some of them start getting pulled off the shelves, and Ultadar appears. Oh, um, shit! Hi, friend. Skeleton looking form. Oh, it's because we said uh, he's still alive, we were joking. And he clutches his face and starts to howl and sob. Oh, shit. Haradin is gone! The Aeon Orbs fail! Who can save us? We're doomed! Oh, it's our job! Hello, hi! That's the very thing that we're doing! You don't need to panic! There's no need to freak out. And he kind of stares at all three of you, like his eyes glazing over for a second, and his body flickers and he points at you all. As you. Uh? You treachery. You possess his touch, his reflection. But how can this be? We rescue, we saved Neon Orb from being destroyed. And I think just as quickly as those books started whipping and tearing, they calmed down. And Ultadar kind of stares at you all with eyes kind of like wide. He looks more alive again, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Have you calmed down? Are you still throwing a fit? You three contain a, a 
a fraction of Aradin's divine power. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Then you can save the Isle of Kortos. Yes, that is the goal. <laughs> we live here, so. He kind of floats past you and he says, show me this book. Um, ah. where he, like, shows the book. Have you not seen it before? You've been dead here a long time. He snaps and says, quiet, imbecile. Of course I read it. It's simply I'm refreshing my... Refreshing my memory. Your memory is that uh, lives on in you forever and never dulls. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, the lands below. Surely this is why the Zulgat have come here. They seek vengeance. Uh, understandable. I understand. I understand the want, but maybe they could not do it. Disgusting monsters. Let me see. And he kind of squints and he says, Yes. There are four other Aeon Orbs. You have collected but a fraction of Aradin's life force. Mm. It says here that he woke the islands and then he reigned from a a throne in the mountains. The mountains? The Kortos Mountains. Yes, those ones. If you three were to somehow gain the life power of the other Aeon Orbs... And you went to the mountain, his throne, where Aradin reigned as king aeons ago. You might be able to reignite the life force of the Aeon Orbs yourselves. Do you think so? Oh, well, that would be very nice. I like living here. He kind of like pulls back and folds his arms. If you three are able to find the other reflections, you can reignite their power from his high throne in the Kortos Mountains. Are, are you wait? So like we could like keep the keep the islands alive. The islands would be kept alive, and the life force which Arden put into these orbs reignited and accompanied by a fraction of your own. Oh, sick, Amade. <laughs> it would be you trees souls that power the Isle of uh, Cortos, and it would continue on after your deaths as well. You would keep this island alive and healthy. Bolstering the power of the living god. Hmm. A pretty big job for the circus. <laughs> the circus? Yes, we're from the circus. You couldn't tell, and Volio like pulls at his little neck ruffle. Yeah, he's a, uh, Volio's a clown, and Ariado Ariado here is um, a fortune teller, and I am sexy. <laughs> and strokes his beard a little bit and says, "Hmm." I suppose beggars cannot be choosers. Wow, uh, thanks. Oh my god, uh, you sound well, like my family. The, the traditional thing here would have been a mighty fighter with a blazing sword, a champion barbarian, and a and a sorcerer of arcane might, but I suppose... Well, that's not that far off. I'm a barbarian. I use a, I use a sword of sword. I'll reach for you right Arianto now. puts two fireballs in her hand. Hi, magic. <laughs> We're just a little bit... Well, anyway, as I was saying, okay. as I was saying... <laughs> you tree, I would recommend searching the moonstone pools for more information. All right. Oh, believe me, that was going to be uh, my next thing. That's on my to-do list. Excellent. <laughs> you are already doing well. 
Continue cleansing the vile taint of the troglodytes upon this temple. And continue on your merry way. See ya! And he kind of smashes into the floor. Well, thank goodness he didn't go on berserk. I was worried. Yeah, I was hoping that we would... I was uh, worried that we would um, fight up poltergeist. I didn't want to fight him. No. It's a little bit depressing. No. I did want to see what he'd look like knowing what Elden uh, had died. But, uh, you know, I'm not very curious anymore. You are so mean. Anyways, thank God. Um, you know, I really did not expect this to happen, joining this circus. I don't think either of us It's did. definitely not what I wanted. I'm pretty chill with it, though. As long as, 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 long as no one's... <sighs> as long as you two are fine with it, I'm fine with it. Well, I mean, we don't really have that much of a choice right now. <laughs> There's a snoring coming from Ariadna's back, I want to point out. Gizib's here, but she's fucking asleep. Oh god, this bitch. Well, I mean, at least she's asleep. At least she's okay. Is she saying her name while she's sleeping? What? Is she a fucking Pokemon? Well, like, she mentioned that her pronouns include literally her name. I don't say they them while I sleep. <laughs> You don't? No! <laughs> okay, you guys want to keep moving, or do you want to fuck around here for a while longer? Yeah, sure, let's... Uh, I don't think there's anything left here. No, you've definitely scoped this place out. <laughs> the idea of Volio being asleep and being like, they, them. They, them, he, him, they, him, the, him. <laughs> okay. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast... But you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Where do you guys go? You could go back into the little crossroads you came from where you first met Voltadar, or you could go north. There is a door to the north as well. That's what I was looking at during the fight. Yes, let us move on. Alright, um, and Rayari is going to not open the door. <laughs> I've opened the door without listening. Uh, well, you fucking slam open the door and- <gasps> Oh no, it's a corridor! Oh no! Oh, no. How scary. I walk through. The horror of it. The- uh, the me? Of the hall. You are scary, though. Oh, I thought you said whore. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you guys come to a crossroad, uh, and it goes in, uh, as many crossroads do, four directions. Uh, the one you came from earlier, uh, it goes to the right, where it leads into another corridor, it seems, uh, with loads of doors. Um, it goes to the north into a single room, and it opens into the right into a large room with no door. It looks like a, ref uh, a refectory, 
Um, you can see that there's faded tapestries on the walls. Um, it looks like a dining hall. Two long oak tables. There's some candlesticks. It doesn't look like there's anything super important in there. Mm. Although you could, like, check, I guess. Perhaps we should, uh, look independently, really carefully, and see what we find. We can do that. Divide and conquer, as they say. Nice. the party. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Glad you noticed. Oh my god. This is not my plan. <laughs> it's my favorite activity. Well, we can certainly fucking try it. <laughs> am I not supposed to? I won't do it if you don't want me to. No, it's okay. It's just usually splitting the party is like, oh, I'd like to die now. Because what happens if you find a fight? But you know what? You should probably. Yeah. One of you could what? go north, one of you could go left, and one of you could go to the right. I don't care. Wrong. I'm I'll crazy. go north. Okay. Uh, Volio, you <laughs> say, I'm going north. Go uh, Volio, you're saying, I'm going north when you open the door and uh, you start moving through. And <laughs> the others see you go, here you go, hmm, when you walk into the north and there's like blood everywhere. Oh, that has been an accident. Oh, I don't think we're splitting the party anymore. Oh my god. Oh. Mariano peeks in, he's like, oh god. What uh, the like fuck? Like, a lot of blood. <laughs> Someone at a party in um, here. Um... Uh, question. Does the average humanoid body have that much blood in it? Not one. You'd be surprised. So. Um, but what I will say is that uh, it appears to be a washing chamber. Uh, yeah, what are they washing in? <laughs> well, the first, were, the first sentence in this description is, the room is awash in blood. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, two large steel washtubs stand on the west side of this room, underneath ceiling hooks holding tattered remnants of curtains. The tubs are a half foot of blood and meat. Oh, meat! Fuck was this a makeshift slaughterhouse? Why in the bathroom? No. Um, the job of converting it. There is a mirror on the other side of like one of the washtubs, and I think Ariato. Judging by your position on the map, I'm afraid you are the one who sees it. Uh, a mirror? Yeah. And specifically, what's in the mirror? Oh, cool. Um, Ariato, you see yourself. Is this going to be the thing where you look in the mirror and it's not you? Well, no, it's definitely you. It looks um, like but you, but you're mo- but it's moving and you're not. Well, you're covered in blood. Oh, cool. And there's several ghosts directly behind you. She steps out of the mirror. Uh, well, you're going to need to make me a uh, fortitude save real fast because suddenly something is happening. Uh-oh. 30. Okay, 30. Okay. Uh, uh you're able to pull away very quickly, but uh, and you feel uh, your heart being like slowed down real fast um but you're able to kind of fight it off because holy shit um and then something you suddenly feel an attack on yourself uh does a 29 hit your ac yeah <laughs> um suddenly claws dig into your shoulders and into your arms ow and uh you immediately take 48 plus 9 in negative damage. Yikes. Uh, that is 21 negative damage. Mm. As suddenly, uh, 
claw marks appear all over your body. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, you step out of the way and you're no longer looking in the mirror. You're good. Ah. The room is very cold now and all of you hear this quiet, angry whispering. And Ariado, I do want to say something really bad about what you saw in the mirror. Oh, God. Those corpses, those dead people you saw in the mirror. Uh-huh. One of them was in a trapeze outfit. The other, the other one was dressed kind of like a carnival barker. Oh. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, um... Are you talking None of you are looking in the mirror after. now, but you've all, you all saw Ariado suddenly get lacerated. Are you okay? Rari comes over with like a, like a hanky to like wipe away any blood. What happened? Don't, don't look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirror. Get away from the mirror. Okay, okay. My goodness. <sighs> there were, uh, people who died in here or probably looked in the mirror. She points to the tub, died horribly. Oh my. And now they're angry. And if you look in the mirror, they will, uh, they'll attack you. Oh my God. Mercilessly. Uh, <sighs> spirits. Great. Fuck. And those spirits were circus people. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is awful. Uh, Volo takes his hands out of the fucking, uh, uh, the meat bathtub, and he's like, oh, fucked up. Oh, that's... Incredibly. Yes. Yikes. I have a feeling say. I know who fed this mirror. Circus people. Oh, yes. Yes. You know... She could have just been, like, a shitty boss, you know? She could have just been, like, a shitty boss, like a, like a bad person, without doing any of this. And then well, she did. She doesn't half-ass, so I'll give her that. She went full force being a complete psycho bitch. A little bit, yeah. Uh, it's still very cold, and there's still whispers, which tells you that the haunt is still active. You guys want to get out of here? I like that we're just not looking at the mirror. Um, Rayari's like, I'm very sorry. Um, you didn't deserve it. And then leaves. Okay. Are you just going to leave? Um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Ariado has nothing for haunts. Rayari's like, we, wrong, sh- we could tell uh, you. Guys, wrong, well, I mean, you know that, you know that re- uh, religion and uh, religion checks tend to be able to deal with haunts. You can figure out how to fix them. Oh. Um, then, well, I can try. Our religion's a zero. Or thievery. To Listen, the way is is you could either use religion to pray the spirits away and put them at ease, or you could use thievery to cover up the mirror. Uh, Rayari is going to roll religion to figure out if there's a way to do this. Also going to roll religion, and that's a... 22. Okay. And Volio, do you want to roll thievery? They're both zero. No. Okay. That's fair. Um, Royari and Ariato, you both kind of try to pray, but the whispering just gets louder and angrier, and you're like, ugh, okay, maybe not. Oh, can I roll thievery, then? Okay, do you want to roll thievery? Yeah. Uh, 27. Okay, right. <laughs> the 
way this works is Rory, you're like, okay, I am at a, please grant mercy to these people. Fine. You take off, you fucking like pull up the carpet and you put it over the mirror without looking and very quietly the spirits just go, they go silent. Rory's like, we'll figure out something sometime, probably. Oh dear. Um, and uh, she turns around, claps their hands together and is like, we can let um somebody know sometime later to figure that out and we can keep moving how about that yeah 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 good idea i as much as i would love to help those people i also don't like the idea of death um so that would be Mm. i have many years left in me that's terrifying Ariadne looked like she was pretty badly scratched up by that thing, though. Yep. Uh, give me one second. I need to. Okay. I need to heal up. Oh yes, of course. It's only a little bit terrifying. It's mostly terrifying in that th- there is nothing that can stop you, Olia. <laughs> a few uh, centuries, and someday I will be dust, but not now. I think she's gonna patch herself up with a medicine check. Okay. Good call. Wow. Uh, 19. Okay, no, that's enough. You get, uh, 2d8 healing back. Cool. Uh... Uh, you bandage up a few of the nastier gashes, and you're good to keep going. Okay, that's good enough. Are you feeling better? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> How about in your head? 38 out of 56. <laughs> Not your HP. Your mental stability. Oh. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have that? You can't just ask people how their mental stability is doing fully. (laughs) I'm good right now. I think I'll need therapy, but I've needed therapy for the longest time. So. We can look into that. We will raise enough money for you to get therapy. Here's hoping. <laughs> uh, okay, so north is a bad idea. Uh, there is another door to the north of there, but honestly, mm, there's other ways to go north. Like, do you good. really want to go through the Hell Basin? No. Now nah, we're good. There's another north way up here over in the corner door on the right side. Mm-hmm. There Ooh. is a corridor to the right with lots of doors. We do lots. have a lot of doors. Oh, lots. One, two, three, four, five, counting. Oh, six. What a surprise. You can put that ear of yours to uh, to work, Volio. The, oh. the thing that you have for listening through doors. I'll start from the bottom up, and he goes uh, all the way to the bottom of the corridor and starts listening to the doorway at the south. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what does he hear? Nothing. 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 Voices! <gasps> uh, up to the very top, you hear a few hushed voices in... A language you don't understand, and you can tell it's not abyssal. Hmm. Which is strange. Yes. Because most of the things in here speak under common or abyssal. So the fact that you don't know this language is weird. Can I roll to maybe find out what it is, or is it just like something I would never have heard of ever in my life? You I mean society would be able to help you identify it. I can try. <laughs> Keyword try, I got a five. I'm sorry, but that's going to be a quadruple trip fail. 
Uh, you think it is? You're, you think they're speaking under common with a really thick accent? Oh, I can't understand the accent. Can anyone else? Let me try. Yes, yeah. Okay, Ariane, you listen in. Uh, make me a society check to listen in. 18? You don't know either. But you know it's not undercommon. No, it's not undercommon. And it's not a vessel. Are you sure? Uh, I highly I doubt know. that it's Tiam. <laughs> Wanna try? Gives them the earpiece. That's a 15. No, you're pretty sure it's definitely uh, people speaking in undercommon with a very thick accent. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. Does it match the... The dialect is weird. Oh, well. Ariana takes out the... Wait, who had the list? The list? The, uh... uh, Dust Light's list. Yeah. Uh, I think it was you. Okay, well, she takes out the list and is like, let me see... I... I don't know if it matched this. Mm. Uh, You don't think it's uh, Amaran, I'll say that much. Okay. Well, hmm. So it's not calf folk in there. I think okay, we will take the L on this time. one. Hmm. Would you like to go Could... check them out? Yeah, just fuck it. In. Why yeah. not? Let's surprise them. Scare the shit out of people. They'll learn their expertives. Uh, you slam the... Do you slam the door down, Volio? Yes. The door is slammed <laughs> down and you see four creatures you weren't really expecting to see. Uh-oh. Oh. Zulgat. What are they speaking? What? What? They look at you, and they look at each other, they look back at you, and they put their hands up, and they're like, Oh, we surrender. What? Oh, perfect. Well, uh, we will not hurt you. And he steps into the room. What were you just saying? They kind of glance at each other a little bit. Uh, a little nervous looking and they're like listen you've got weapons we can tell that you're adventurers mm-hmm. correct they said yes. they're talking in common to you now they're like speaking in common mm-hmm. all yeah. of you can understand which is weird because a lot of this we've got don't speak common these guys are multilingual <laughs> here's the thing uh I'm I'm the leader of this little pack one of those who will get steps forward they all look very like they all look really generic, so there's no way to say, like, oh, this one's very... Like, they all almost look like they're the same person, but obviously they're not, yeah. but you know what I mean. Um, and he's like, My name is Gibmaw. Mm-hmm. Nice am, to meet you. I'm the leader of uh, this little union you were making. Oh, you're unionizing. You're unionizing. <laughs> yeah. Unionizing. Okay, so- yeah, here's the thing. We we're calling quits on this place. Okay. Fair enough. So Gavazeb, we've talked long and hard about it. Not for us. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. Have you heard of Nocticula? <clears throat> the whore queen of assassins. Oh, oh she's not the whore queen anymore. No, she's good now. Uh. Well, she's neutral, but same thing. Neutral. She's all about redemption and stuff. Better. Although, if you do cross her, she is. She will. She. She holds no mercy. They kind of look at each other and they flick their tongues a little bit. And they're like, yeah, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, here's the thing. We want to get out. 
we're, we're not doing this. We're not doing this stuff anymore. And they're we not bullshitting us, right? Like, I'm just um, gonna lie to me. Yeah, you want, you want to roll deception to see if something's up? Yeah. If they're just lying to save their asses. Ooh, bad roll, 17. No, they seem to be telling... They seem to be telling you the truth. Okay, I'll believe it. Uh, can I roll? Yeah, sure, you roll perception. 29. Now, Roy, I heard that's kind of funny, actually, now that you say this. Mm-hmm. Because you're starting to put a few puzzle pieces together, because they're like, so listen, here's the deal, We're, we just want to leave. So, if you let us go, we will just go back into the underground, never be seen again. But all the while, uh, Royari, you're kind of like scoping him. You're looking him up and down. You're trying to figure him out. Mm-hmm. And you're just seeing some stuff that looks kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Um, for one thing, there's a hand coming out from one of the beds. What the fuck? A Zulgat hand is just under, like, coming out from one of under one of the beds. Almost like it's been stuffed under there. A quick question? Uh-huh. Yes. What's up? Oh, that's Zara. They all kind of stare at each other for a second. That's our CPR dummy. That's our CPR dummy. That? I could hear you whispering about that. And I forgot the name. CPR. We invented it. It doesn't exist in a fantasy setting. That would be stupid. Unfo- that would be pretty stupid. Unfortunately. It's not something from a sci-fi setting or anything. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what? What? Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so listen, as I was saying, we just like to go, please. We've had it with the Zilgat. Unfortunately, I can tell that you're fucking lying about something. Oh. Do you take me for an idiot? What if he kills it? No, 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 we don't want to fight, we don't want to fight. You... We are not worth it, we promise. I suggest you tell the truth, Sin. Sin, I would love to know, what is it that you're hiding? Your survival counts on it. One of the Zulgat pulls the corpse out, and it looks exactly like the rest of them. And you're starting to notice they all look super identical to each other, but specifically the Zulgat, who's now dead on the floor. <gasps> and also is extremely shriveled and has three holes in his neck. I knew it. What is that? Why do you have a corpse? Dinner. Dinner? Yeah. You were eating him? Yeah. Why? Are you shapeshifters? Pardon? Are you even Zuka? Uh, they all kind of shimmer and shake for a second, and then they turn into what I can best describe as people made of clay. Um, their faces are just a weird amorphous blob, except for a tongue with tree spikes at the end. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing here? Okay, we're f- okay. Listen. So we're faceless stalkers. Okay. I can see that. We're just trying to survive, man. We're just kind of hungry. Down here? Oh, we'll get up here. And we've been working with them for like a few weeks now, but we've only got the one corpse between us. And we're starting to think they're starting to notice. So we are heading back underground, and then you showed up. So... Do we really? Is that cool? You're not going to kill us for EXP points, right? Uh, well, that depends on what you can tell us. <laughs> you, well, we're not even using EXP. They don't know that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know what we can tell you. We're, we're just that's simple. That's everything tra- you know about what you've done here. You've been here for weeks, right? Oh, that is I true. I assume you yeah. haven't been walking around with your eyes closed. 
Have you seen any of, like, the Zulgath leaders? Yes, yes, we've me seen many Zulgath leaders. So tell us. Like who? Uh, we saw one and he had a, a big stick. Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 we saw him with a big stick. All right. Okay. <laughs> Everyone puts his hand up at the back and says, I saw one with tree arms and another one who raided Triceratops and another one with a stegosaurus. Thank you very much. Why do they all have... Anyways. We don't know anything. We're very sorry. We've literally just stayed in this room. Why have you just been still? Have you guys have you guys been waiting for people to pass by <laughs> so that way you can, like, grab them and eat? Yeah. What the fuck? Hey, it's been working plan. pretty great. It's been working pretty great. Didn't you just say that they were onto you? You have one corpse. You have one corpse between the four of you. I mean, no, we had other corpses, but we use the bones for dust huh? dry our skin a little bit we're very soggy creatures you we're made soggy. by deep sea uh, one-eyed cyclops monsters from another planet oh wow Is that... so we're kind of wet that's fucked up alright yeah wow. listen we really don't want to start a fight we're like I'm gonna look at you we're much weaker than you are well, we, know. we just like to go home Ah, well, you can do that yourselves. We will not help you a bit. You know what? I don't care. I really don't care. Um, We're not going up. We're not going up to feast on the innocents. Yes, don't do that. Because then... Feast on the bad guys. Then I would have to be... And the the innocents underground. We appreciate it. What if you didn't do that? What if you said that you weren't going to do that? Just say that you're not going to do that. I mean, who's really innocent in the grand scheme? Just say that you're not gonna do it, man. We won't do it. We won't do it. Thank you. I can morally not care anymore. Ari is <laughs> 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 just like, say it. Say it so I can believe it. Um, so they're like, are, you, are we good? You're not gonna kill us? No. Sure. I, okay. I am not going to kill you. Cool. Well, enjoy the rest of this dungeon. Thank you so much. Uh, Rizavid, do you have any items in here? Or are you no, really just staying we re- here? It's we not really literally have nothing. And you have oh, a- I can give you one one piece of information. Oh. Yes, yes, give if you here. If you're looking for treasure, there is one place you can get it. Oh, yes? Oh. Uh-huh. We know because we ha- it was, like, this guy's job. And he kind of, like, pulls through, uh, like, rummages through the fucking bloodless corpse's pockets and pulls out, like, a little piece of paper and says, Check on statues. It says that off in the far bottom corner, you might be able to find a set of statues of this Aradin guy. Yeah. And they, they've got treasure and stuff. Oh, very nice. You. You, haven't, okay. you haven't happened to see any, like, cat folk around here or anything? Yes, yes, many cat folk. Many? Many? Yes. Or just one a lot? One a lot, definitely. Okay. okay. We haven't seen any cat folk. You haven't seen any cat folk, okay. No. Oh, uh, sorry, we're just looking for her, so. Oh, my God. Well. Anyways, uh, I thanks. Guess this is where we say goodbye. Thanks. Yep, um, mm-hmm, Ultimately, please. you've been useless, but thank you for this. Oh, yes. Uh, we are a fun distraction, I might say. You thought I enjoyed this part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are getting too meta. See ya. And they close the door. <laughs> oh, nice fellows. <laughs> oh, 
also about says Strange. treasure map. Well, this is the end of the hallway, so there is a door this... in the in the corner, but mm-hmm. I mean you could go through it. Or they did say that there was apparently some interesting statues off to the bottom left of the temple. Yeah, uh, Voli was interested in that. There is a door that goes here to the top right, which could also be interesting. But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of on you. What, what way do you want to go? Can I listen to the door first? Mm-hmm. Uh, you put your ear and you hear absolutely fucking nothing. Hmm? Nothing immediately on the other side of this, unless, uh, I don't know, any quiet. You can open the door. It's not like if there's nothing in there, then it's just... I could, and he opens it very politely. It's a fucking hallway. <laughs> another one of these, how fun! Oh. Hmm. Why is there a door to another hallway when we're in a hallway? The architect uh, had a heyday with this one. So do you want to keep heading up to the t- top right? Ooh, yes, what's in there? I see bubbles. Or... Uh, well... Floor circles. What you see is... Just about as you're about to enter, suddenly the room goes cold. Oh. <sighs> More... Hello. And s- there's suddenly a uh, there's suddenly a haunting noise as someone rises from the earth. Ooh. Oh shit! It's your buddy Altadar. Hello, Altadar. Oh hi. And How's it going? He kind of he kind of like puts his hands up and he says, "Travelers." Yes. Hi. hi. I've come bearing a warning. What's the warning? The room you are trying to enter, it has been locked to protect something dangerous. An artifact of a wicked creature, a demon lord. Mm. Whatever is in there, it surely must not be touched. If it is locked, I must assume it is locked for good reason. So you don't actually know why it's locked? No, I'm curious. Kind of pulls his beard a little bit. And you've never been inside, even though you're a ghost? Not once. And you can no. walk in through walls, yes? Yeah. How about you do us a little favor, a ghostly favor? Uh, stick your head so it tells us what's You are there. acting quite presumptuous! I mean, I can open the door right now and you can watch. I would I not. Say? I would not put my fate in Aradin to misuse by touching what is potentially a profane object. Volio opens well, the door. Oh. I mean, it's cool if you want to. I said you could take whatever, but I'm, I was just trying to warn you, man. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, okay. Altadar, <laughs> we appreciate your warnings. You're a very good guy. Yes, you are no, good. I'm no one ever so. listens to Altadar's ghostly warnings. I was trying to listen. Oh He's like already starting to flow back to the floor. In my day, people listened to the ghostly warnings of those beyond the groove. <laughs> That's, That's why you did. And he answers the broom. Oh my god. <laughs> he just, he's faded away. Um, <laughs> the room is quite beautiful. Ooh. Opalescent stones inlaid into the floor of this chamber form a spiral pattern reminiscent of a nautilus shell. A clay statue stands at the spiral center, its hands palm up and bearing a tin chalice with a rim of silver, gold, and ebony. Ooh, it's a golden ratio. But yes, there is what appears to be a grail in the middle. Is it holy? Uh, do you guys want to roll religion on it real yes. fast? You okay. two do that. Ariato, you get a plus three on this roll. Oh. Ooh. 
bad rolls today. Demon Grail. Oh, it almost landed. 26. Ariato, Azui Mama, you, <laughs> you figure out very quickly what this thing might be. Yes. Um, Volio and Royari, you two kind of glance it and you put together very quickly that this appears to be a chalice of some sort of demon lord. Like that, Ooh. that much is obvious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although it is weirdly not black and red and evil looking for a demon lord chalice. But Ariato, you recognize very quickly that this is a holy uh, relic of Nocticula. Oh. <gasps> oh, what the fuck? She points at it and she's like, what the fuck? Mm, yes. Huh? What, what is the... What is, is, it? A, a, is it? Is it important? Demon chalice. Holy relic of Nocticula. Oh my god, Ooh. that's literally... It, okay. Take it, take it. It looks like it's straight up would have once been some sort of evil fucked up relic. But when Nocticula redeemed herself, uh, the, the relic mirrored that and it's... It's become a changed magic item. That's extremely sexy. Take it, it's for you. It has your name all it's, over it. It's in the hand of this uh, clay like clay statue of Aridon. Um, but you can tell uh, that it is constructed of dull tin and it has an unassuming appearance save for the gold, silver, and ebony rings that encircle it. Huh. Well, um, Rotzeldar did say anything. I think this is extremely yours for the taking. Yes. Do I have to follow, like, the pathway of the... Do I have to follow the spiral, or can I, like, step over? It, it's like, there, there's small little bumps. You could, like, follow it, but you could step over it as well. I think you should do it because it's funny. Ariana steps over. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Step, step <laughs> over, and you step over, and you're in front of this big old statue of Aridon made of clay, and you take it. Uh, she looks up at the statue first and she's like, Sir, I'm sorry, but this is my goddess. And she takes it. And Aridon looks down at you and he frowns. <laughs> Wait. I said I was sorry. And he shakes his head and he starts to move a little bit. Hey, Derry, no, no, yeah. no, you can't do that. Would you like it back? He goes to crush your head with his palm. Stop okay. that! Okay. Uh... You guys very quickly, like, this is a pretty iconic monster. That's a clay golem. Fuck off. And it's going to, it's trying, to, it's in the middle of trying to crush Ariadna's head. Everyone, let's real fast roll some initiative. No. Oh my god. Uh, 24. Uh, 27. Cool. Then top of the order is the clay golem who, unfortunately, rolled a 30 on their initiative. Fuck off. Oh, fuck. Um,. So he's going to go first, and he's very upset that you're taking this item that he's been charged to stop uh, anyone from taking anything from. Um, so his turn begins, and he becomes quickened for a minute immediately as his his uh, clay starts to kind of flesh it, like, wet up a little bit. Um, which is not great. And instantly he's going to try to deck you, Ariato. That is a 24 to hit. It's... Okay, he rolled a two, so that's not good. Um, that's 21 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you need to make me a fortitude save. <sighs> 21. Unfortunately, that doesn't pass. That's what I thought. Um, this isn't great. 
Ariato, he decks you extremely hard, and the impact of that flow, like, you know when you punch someone and, like, their face kind of, like, contorts as if, being, if you're being punched? Uh, yes. Um, he does that to you. And in your cool. gut, and it doesn't fade away. It's like, you're made of clay, and he just punched you. As it, his fist has, imp- has has imprinted very por- big, like, in a very big, obvious shape in your body. Ooh. Um, oh, great. And you don't know what that means, uh, although I will let you real fast make a religion check to figure out what that might be. Uh, 17? Uh, you don't know, but it doesn't seem to be taking an immediate effect on you. It's not like it's not like it's uh, hurting you anymore. It's just like, oh shit, my my front. Okay. Um, and it is going to try to attack you again. Uh, he did roll on that one, which I think is the only way he could have missed you. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, as he tries to attack you the second time, uh, that is going to be... Oh, he trips! Okay, <gasps> cool. Uh, as he's kind of getting to his feet, he stumbles a little bit and he falls to the floor as he's missing you. And lastly, he's going to attack you one last time. That is a 15 to hit. Not a hit. Okay, cool. Yikes. Um, Volio, it is your turn. Um, you can also real fast, this won't take an action, make a religion check to figure out what the fuck just happened to Ariato. Yeah, sure. Flat checks uh, always work really, really good for me. <laughs> uh, you don't never, have to. Never have I been led astray by a flat check. That's for. I mean, you could also make an arcana check. I would rather do that, yeah. Uh, arcana, that's a 31. Okay, uh, Volio, you very quickly realized, um... That, that's a cursed wound. Uh-oh. A creature hit by Clay Golem's fist must succeed at a very high fortitude save or be cursed. The creature can't regain HP except via magic. Oh, God, you've been cursed. Fun. You can't heal except with magic. I already used the heal spell. Uh, uh, it's a I good suggest t- you back away. Royari does have a healing thing as well, but holy shit, that's not good. Uh, Volio, you have three actions. This thing is looming and, like, it's a big square Aradin, and he's, it's like someone made Aradin in Minecraft, and he's coming to kill you all. What do you do? He's quickened. I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. does he count as an object since he is a statue? Uh, he is a construct, so I guess yes. Would I be able to use bashing charge on him? You know what? Because it's a very creative use, I would allow you to try to use bashing charge on him. All right, cool. Um, because I want to... The, des- the description of bashing charge is that uh, you smash, bust, and charge through solid obstacles without hesitation. He looks like a pretty solid obstacle. Um, He's a pretty solid obstacle. I would allow you to basically treat this as if it were a sudden charge. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, so you can, can... Uh, run up to twice your speed and attack once in two actions. Okay. I will do that. And you can uh, be on the other side of him when you're done. Yes. So does this give me a plus one to my attack? Yes. 
I'm gonna take that last action uh, preemptively and rage. Rage? Yes. That's a 24 plus 1, 25. Uh, if you are doing this and you're on the other side, it would be a hit only because he's platformers. Yes. Sick. That's 21 bludgeoning. Holy shit! Um, so you slam in and you realize with a, a frowning face that he didn't take all of that damage. Oh, shit. Uh oh. <laughs> the gold lets out a, a groaning, angry noise. Mm. Careful. It's the damage you do to him. Uh, so that is your turn. Ariado, it is your turn. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. I'm just gonna back up. Good call. Um, I will let you know immediately, like, you are fully aware that golems are immune to magic, except for one particular weakness. Uh, you would be able to figure that out with arcana or crafting check only. So, ah! Well, <sighs> the good thing about that is that it's no longer a... F- it's no longer a flat check for me. Yeah, because you got... I got... Untrained Improvisation. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks to this feat, all of my untrained skills are at a plus seven. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's you had your level to all your rolls. Extremely good. Yep. Okay, well, make that roll. I won't be able to take any of the uh, trained traits or expert traits or anything like that, but it's very useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's also useful? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Considering it's a plus seven, I was like, well, unless she gets a 19 or a 20, I don't know. I forgot KK is just the luckiest fucking person in the world. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Ariado on a nat 20. Uh, you know a couple of things about uh, clay golems. Um, mm-hmm. You know that they are immune to all magic, except they are uh, slowed by any spell which has the earth trait. They are healed by spells with the acid trait, and they are extremely hurt by cold and water spells. Mm. Cold and water, huh? Mm-hmm. Like the antithesis of every single spell that Ariato ever takes. Oh. <laughs> yep. Fuck off. She looks up and she looks at it and she's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> It's still you. got its head locked on you. It's good. Like, it is angry that you have this chalice. You absolute bitch. <laughs> How fucking dare you be completely unimmune to water and frost damage. You're like a fire. Oh, no. This entire thing is fire. Fire fight. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, she shouts at Volio from the other side, like, Hey, Volio, would you yes. happen to have any frost spells? Hmm, about that. Uh, no. Cool, thanks for letting me know. Uh, that's what it's most weak to, that and water. Shit. Yeah. Everything else he's immune to and gets healed by acid. Okay. Slowed by Earth, though. Oh, Do you have that? <laughs> hey, presto! Can cool. Okay. Non-living so material. Can... Is he non-living? Yes. 
<laughs> I can use a presto. You know, you know what? <laughs> Extremely creative use. I will allow you to cool him. It might not do the full damage it would normally do, but Perfectly I will allow fine. it to work. Um, Ariado, you have one action left. Oh. It is coming directly towards you. What do you do? <laughs> You're fucking Indiana Jonesing its ass. Shield and pray. <laughs> uh, Royari, it is your turn. It's going to try to kill Ariato. Her stomach looks like she's been molded by like a punch attack. Um, what do you do? Um, it's also like quick. It's moving much faster than you would have liked. It is quickened. Okay. Rayari is um because Rayari is also very fast. So fuck off. Um. <laughs> fucking try me. I could get anywhere in this fucking room in one action. Um. Literally yes. This is a big ass room too. Rayari um darts over to the statue man. Um, he's not immune to fighting. Uh, no, but you do know that he has a resistance to physical attacks a little bit. Clearly, like, from when Volio hit him. Um, anyways, um... Well, no, physical will hit him, but he will take less okay. damage from it. Then, um, I'm just gonna use a finisher, because I'm epic like that. Okay. 23. 23 is not a hit, but because it's a finisher, he will take half that damage. And this is all precision, not physical. Okay. Sorry, that was a. It's 3d6, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's five damage. Okay. You carve your initials into him a little bit, and you're like, haha, nice. And then you look yep. up, and he's very angry at you. You got one action left, uh, Royari. What do you do? He is heading for Ariato. He's going to uh, fucking do, do tricks and tumble through them. Okay. 24. Uh, so here's the thing about being a big old golem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not very fast. Yep. You managed to slip through his legs pretty easily. Mm -hmm. My panache rat. Um, it is his turn. It is his turn. And he's going to be quite uh, angry at both of you. Um, he's going to punch Volio with a uh, 34. Crits? Uh, yes, 34 is a crit. Okay. Uh, that is going to be uh, 24 bludgeoning damage. And make me a fortitude save. Alright. 32. That is a critical success. Uh, he doesn't punch you into Plato, which is good. It's funny because um, he's the most Plato-like out of everyone. He's going to punch uh, Royari next. That is a uh, thirty-six. Oh, yeah, that's a crit. Uh, that's going to be thirty-six damage to you. Make me a fortune save. Thirty-three. That's a nat twenty. Okay, that's another critical success. Both of you are going to be immune to his uh, punches now. Uh, not his, like the cursed wounds, uh, which is good. You aren't going to get Play-Doh'd. Um, unfortunately, he is moving towards mm -hmm. Ariato now. And he's going to make an attack roll on her. That is a 25 Ariato. Um, Wait, no, that hits, she's gonna, that hits, she's gonna discharge her um, shield. I'm going to use... Okay. Wait, is it... Glimpse of Redemption is a oh. mental effect, so it will not affect him, I don't think. Let me check. I hate this bitch. I hate constructs so much. Oh, no, it would work. Uh, you're, like, you're simply, like, using your, uh, 
like the holy power just overwhelms him so much. So yes, this would work. Yeah. Uh, make me make. Oh, Rayari's like, uh, oh no, 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 no! She didn't do anything wrong. She worships Nocticula. Um, and she's good now. <laughs> Stop that, please. Okay, so that's going. To, he's going to be enfeebled. Okay. Uh, which can he be enfeebled? Yes, he can. Okay, he can. Also, this lowers uh, the amount of damage. You yes. So, Ariato, this will be lowered by seventeen. Does it seventeen? Okay. Nineteen. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so that punch is going to do one damage. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. That would have killed you instantly. Yup. I know. <laughs> um, Volio, it is your turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna whistle for Odd Body. Uh, wake him up a little bit. He's been a little bit uh not in this episode till now. Um. Mm-hmm. He like he's blinking blearily at you. He blinks into existence more like it. Um, I just forgot about him. Um, Volio, he, he whistles and he snaps his finger and he's like. Eh, one's body, presto! Uh, me points towards the, uh, that big, big rock bitch, and he's gonna cool him. Um, press, uh, oh, the air around him kind of cloys a little bit, and, uh, this, he, um, the golem is indeed a little bit cooled down. This is usually used for, like, cooling down food or something. So it's not going to do the full damage, but he's going to make... Uh, he's going to take immediately half of... Uh, half of uh, 5d8. Okay. That's fair. So there's 8 damage to him. Alright. Better than one nothing. action left. I'm going to... Ariadna looks really bad, right? Very, very bad. And... Oh, but shit. also potions yeah, won't Yeah, potions won't help. Oh, fuck. Literally the only person here who can heal her right now is uh, Royari once with the magic effect uh, yeah. from the uh, uh, from the Eye of Essence um, or if or if Ariato used her fast healing. She's going to use her fast healing. I think she's just going to use her fast healing. <laughs> since I used the uh, or since I found out that it was a curse, do I know how to break it? Uh, you will literally just have to pay someone to to break this curse when you back get back to uh, Escudar. Fuck. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. I think he's yeah. He's just gonna do that. He's gonna run up to him. Okay. Get you run up to uh, the, you uh, get up behind him and you start flanking him a little bit. And it's at this point that uh, Altadar appears, kind of floating up out of the floor, and he's like shaking his head a little bit and says, "Well, I did warn you all." You did. Now you should help us. Oh, I don't. I don't meddle in the affairs of mortals. It's not. It's not proper. Oh, that's a nasty. Bl- Ooh. Oh my. Oh, he's fast as well. Oh. Yeah, you sake. mind giving us a hand? Oh, it always comes down to me. This won't be pleasant. I want you to know. Try me. <laughs> All right. And his face skulls over. Uh. And I need everyone here to make me a fortune save, or a will save real fast. Uh-oh. Because he is going ghost mode. <gasps> Yo, Jenny, Jenny, just 14. 21. 
25. Oh, God. Um, so 21, 25, and 13? Mm hmm. Uh, everyone fails. Whoa, fuck, okay. Uh, and what did you get, uh, Royari? I guess. That's gonna be a crit fail unless you, um, unless you use a. Uh, yeah, hero I'll, point I'll on use it. a hero point. Okay, I rolled a 16. Okay. Um, so each of you fail. Uh, as you enter into Altadar's aura as he goes full poltergeist mode. Oh, shit. Uh, and you all feel existential agony. Ugh. Um, so you're all stupefied for a minute, which doesn't really matter because you're not going to be using mental stuff very much. Um, but he does start screaming and howling as he rushes for the golem and starts digging into him with his fing- like, with his claws, uh, which are very sharp and bony now. Um... And uh, that is going to be... Okay, he rolls a 26, which is a success, and he does 22 negative damage to this thing. As uh, some of the binding animation in the clay golem starts to fall apart. And he lets out a howl of... uh, A howl of existential horror. Uh, And you can hear, like, whispers in the wind, like, Arrogan is dead! The gods have abandoned us! Um... And he's going to attack again. That's going to be a miss, unfortunately. But hey, he's helping. Ariado, it's your turn. Ah! Hmm. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot that she can do. This thing is going to be immune to basically all her magic. All right. Would you like to make a perception check? Sure. Cool. 18. You know what? I'd say that does it. Okay. Ariadne, you can hear something. Mm-hmm. The sound of running water. Yeah. What the fuck? Coming from above. Mm. The ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> what are we laughing about? Oh, man. Okay. In that case, she looks at this thing. She starts smiling. She tries... Uh, does she know exactly where, like, um... So it's just, like, above them. Yeah, you can hear water above you, and I think it kind of clicks that you're probably near a, um... A s- either an underwater pool, or more likely sewer pipes. Going off what the, uh, Order of St. Sarnax were saying about the underground and how it was full of, um... Of... It was, a ba- like, the underground was basically converted into a sewer system and you hear running water, and you're like, oh, no. I think she just shouts to give everyone fair warning. Like, uh, hey, so remember the sewer pipes? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to s- stand back a few feet. Right. Okay. <laughs> and she uses admonishing rates of punch a hole through the ceiling. Okay, make me an attack. Well, I, you need to make an attack roll. It doesn't really matter what you roll, except as long as you don't roll on that one. Um, I want to see how much damage you do. Uh, that is a... Th- 25. Oh, yes! Okay, Ariado, you blam open the wall, and sure enough, just where you thought there might be, there's a sewage pipe which you have in fact broken. And it is spewing water 
full force at this dude. And he lets out a, a roar of horror as he takes um, 5d8 damage. And he's going to take a 2d8 persistent damage now, so long as he's in this room. Uh, that is... That is 27 damage! Um, and he's going to start taking persistent damage because he's near water. The clay golem lets out a roar of anger and frustration. Um, and he's still heading for you, but at least now there's something stopping him. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, you've one action left. What do you do? Can she duck behind the door? <laughs> uh, you can start. You can ru- jump up behind the door and uh, try slam it closed if you like. She's gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> you simply close the door on the big scary monster and say no. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Hopefully that's something. Um, hold on. Uh, okay. You slam the door in its face. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Ariadne has gone away for a few seconds, and now there's sewage everywhere. Oh, it's hurting the monster at least. What do you do? Um. Well, Royari does not like it, but um, she can deal. Um, Royari is. Uh, he's going to. Um, he's going to walk. Uh, He's gonna take a five foot step up to mm-hmm. up to it, and then okay, um, she is going to use a finisher, a confident one. Okay, twenty five. That is literally its AC. All very right, it's nice. Eleven damage. Okay, very uh, very good. Um, it takes a little less than that, but mm. it's mostly fine. Rayari is going to then. Um, do cool tricks and pebble through it again. Okay. 27. Okay, yeah, you were 100% sling through it and you got more panache. Um, this is all while you're all kind of having minor anxiety attacks because of the screams of existential horror coming from, uh, Altadar's general vicinity. It's completely in character for Riari to completely ignore that. Very funny. Um, (laughs) um... It is the golem's turn. It's going to punch Volio with a not one. <laughs> Suck my dick. Um, bruised ego. Ooh. You can't attack another creature until the target is knocked out or the end of your turn. <gasps> Which means he's not going after Ariadne for a moment. He slams trying to hit you, and Volio, you kind of tumble back and blow your like uh like blow a raspberry at him, and he slowly like turns to stare at you. <laughs> And there's a few moments of total silence from before he lets out another roar and tries to deck you three more times. <laughs> in character, very in character. So unfortunately, the next one is indeed a 34, uh, 34 to hit. Ooh, that's another crit. Uh, that's, 20, that's 40 damage. All right. He's going to punch you again. Okay. That's a 25 to hit. That's a hit. That's another 20 damage. That's really funny that you say that. Yeah? Well, I, I'm not down, but look at my HP. You have one HP left! <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna attack you one last time. That's a 14. A 15? A 14. 14? No, that doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. So fucking funny. He, he turns and he's trying to beat Ooh. the absolute shit out of you. Like, he fucking grabs you like a fucking cartoon character and just starts fucking beating you up like a high school bully. <laughs> um, okay. Um, it's Ultadar's turn. Ultadar lets out another scream of, like, 
Slash into you. Uh, that is a 28 to hit. That's 17 negative damage as he claws into this dude. Um, and the second one is also going to be a 25 that don't hit. And the last one is a nat 20, motherfuckers. <gasps> oh shit. Please kill this thing. Please kill Please. this thing. Um, uh, it doesn't kill him. But you know what it does do? What does he straight do? up rips through the golem's leg. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, the golem falls to the floor and is crawling now. He he cannot get up anymore. He is prone and flat-footed for the rest of his fight. Damn, bitch. Um, and Altadar is just screaming out, like, in absolute existential anguish, like... I mean, existence is nothing! It is a joke in the cosmic scale! Oh my god. It's a little funny. Um, Volley, it's your turn. You got one HP left. How bad This does... dude don't look great either. Okay, yeah. How, how, how terrible does he look on, like, an... He looks like he's partially melting. <gasps> Wait, no, the water! Yeah. Are you have to roll me 2d8. Nine. Volio, you see him crawling towards you, roaring as it, uh, Altadar screams out angrily. And then that water, he just starts to melt away into it. Huh. That's a final angry roar before he is reduced to mud. And the clay golem is defeated. Ariana <laughs> uh, peeks through the door. Is it over? Volio's laying on the ground laughing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's it's oh 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 no it's okay it's it's okay. Whoa. <coughs> Are you okay? You good? Hmm? <laughs> oh, I told you not to come in here. Yes. Perhaps if you had heeded my warnings of grave peril, this wouldn't have happened. And you didn't tell me that the chalice was one from Nocticula. The whore queen of the demons? How many times? Oh, she's yes, good she, now. She had a whole redemption arc and she's good now. I believe it happened, like it was literally a few years ago, so I do not blame you for not knowing. Um, But she's like a goddess of redemption now. And art. And artists and learners, do you see this cup? Do you see this chalice? Does it look evil to you? Mm. He kind of looks at it and he's like, Would you like me to inspect it and see what I can learn from it? Sure. He kind of like turns it over in his hands a few times. Uh. The carvings on the side read out its name, the Grail of Twisted Desires. It is a unique item. There is only one uh, of its kind in existence. Uh, I would say that using this would give you... A, it would heighten your ability to further perform Nocticula's edicts. Meanwhile, by breaking one of her anatoma, you would become uninvested from this item and suffer from her curse for a week. Well, it's a good thing I, I follow her stuff to a T. You do. And I'm very proud of you. He wrinkles his nose a little bit as he continues. <laughs> And she sticks her tongue out at him. For a million times, she's not evil anymore. She's chaotic, neutral. 
What's wrong with that? Oh, cry me a river. The lawful, neutral Laradin. Listen, chaos is a blight upon the world as much as evil is. Well, what about chaotic good people? Perhaps if they just followed the law, there wouldn't need be a need for revolution in the first. Wig. Ah, uh, before. Regardless, would you like to say something that makes me more chaotic than me? Would you like to know more about this? Would you like to know more about this this heretical item or not? I'd love to know more about the item of non-heretical. Yep. I would like to know more about this, yes. Considering that she is not one of heresy. Please just respect her religion. Aradin would never do this, anyway. Aradin has blessed me with his power. (laughs) 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 He he frowns She's right. Uh, Adventurers of today have no respect for the undead. You know, I would have been a terrible monster if to a party 40 years ago, even. The dungeon devils coming through here would have seen me as a mighty foe or a powerful ally, and they certainly wouldn't have. <sighs> anyway. It'll hurt you, bag of bones. I don't think he's bone. You know, I'm not sure I want to tell you about this item. Go go figure out oh on your own God. or something. Oh, God, no. Maybe we will. No, uh. Can you please tell us about the item? I'm trying to be polite. I will tell you. I will tell okay. you, my friend. <laughs> right. You at least act with respect and clearly worship the most true Ooh. god of humanity. <laughs> he points at your button of... Uh, <laughs> he points at your uh, symbol of... Uh, mm, yes, Aaron. I was raised there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Royari, it looks like the Chalice with one. <laughs> you can spend an action to fill the chalice with wine. If the wine is not drunk within one minute, it will disappear. The chalice, uh, it, those who are coerced to drink from it are more resistant to its properties than those who drink of it freely. Regardless, when you uh, drink from it, you must roll a d6, adding one if activated during the daytime. If the result is equal to or greater than uh, the dormant number, which I'm speaking game terms now, it cannot be activated until sundown tomorrow. I see. You, the effects that you can roll are pleasant. <coughs> the wine is not magical, but of the highest quality. Dormant 7. Adapting. The drinker is affected as if you cast a first level adapt self spell. Dormant 6. Restoration. The drinker is affected as if you cast a second level restoration spell on it. Dormant 5. Retribution. The next time the drinker sleeps, it is affected by a nightmare spell. Dormant 4. Infatuation. The drinker is affected as if you had cast a fourth level charm spell on it. Uh, Dormant 3. Restoration Greater. The drinker is affected as if you cast a level 4 or a restoration spell on it. Dormant 2. And Redemption. Oh. oh. Drinker must make a will save. Failure means alignment shifts one step towards chaotic. Or to chaotic neutral if it was already chaotic. This might allow a creature to renounce its former allegiances, but also might invoke the wrath of its allies or patrons. If the creature doesn't desire to shift in alignment, 
The Atoan ritual might reverse the change. Dormant one. Ugh. I can see why my ancient brethren locked this away. Yes? Ariadna, what you have here is a tool which can straight up turn anyone, like, neutral if they were evil. <laughs> I think this is a very useful little item. Anyone evil to neutral, huh? Huh, okay, okay, cool. Somatic sleeping. Anyone got wine? Uh, on me? Oh, oh no, it will activate normally on its own. Oh. Like you, you simply swirl it a few times and it'll fill with wine. Oh. Kind of bad Well, I think I have a perfect candidate for at least the first one. Oh, I'll be doing experimentation. I simply want to test it out, see if it actually works oh, after all this time for being locked up. I wonder what it did before. Probably made you Probably evil. killed people or turned them into horny assassins or something. <laughs> horny? I will leave you to yourselves yes, now. Yes, please do. Go away. Cool. So long as this aids you in your journey of freeing this land of the Zulgaths, I will not interfere. See ya. Thank and you. Back into the floor. Cunt. And Ariado swirls the cup. It fills with red wine. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, it gives up. Hey. You want a drink? Gives him kind of looks up and like, you say this worry you are going to poison her? <laughs> no. Uh, one question though. Are you tired of being evil? <clears throat> gives it must be honest. Gives it wants to make sure you won't be mad. <laughs> uh-huh. Gives it has already taught about several ways to try to kill you and get away from you all, despite gives it not wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. It just comes to gives it naturally. Gives it is tired of these impulsive thoughts telling gives it to kill. I'm here. Gives it thinks the only reason gives it hasn't tried to kill you all is gives it is also fully aware that gives it could be crushed quite easily by oh, you. Oh, you could. Yes. We would kill you in a hot I was wondering why we are standing in sewer water. Oh, uh, you fell asleep through a clay golem that was guarding a gift of Nocticula. Look. She holds up the, cl- the chalice. Oh, gives it, gives it is getting a treat from Nocticula juice. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's called wine. <laughs> Drink it right now. <laughs> would you like, would you, would you like to try some? It's not poison, I promise. This won't... This won't kill Givzib and send Givzib to heaven. No. What will it do? Honestly, this will help you with those impulsive thoughts. It'll make sure that you don't have them anymore. It tries... Why? Yeah. Uh, and Givzib certainly takes a sippy. Uh, and she needs to make a will save whether she likes it or not. Hmm. Uh, and that is going to be a 10. <laughs> wow. Which I'm going to say the DC is 29. That is wow. definitely not going to work. Oh, shit. And as Gibzib drinks, something pretty strange happens. Mm-hmm. Her blotchy brown and red and black skin, which kind of looks like an ulcer that has been or sorry it looks like um, a burn wound that's been left to fester mm-hmm. 
almost immediately it clears up. Mm. And instead, it turns into a pale lavender pink. Oh. Where there was once horrible signs of, like, demonic cruelty, her eyes have gone from, like, sallow and red to a kind of pretty white. You don't look like a gamer chair anymore. And gives it blinks a little. Gives it feels different. A good different? Gives it feels different in a... On a metaphysical level. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Is it a good different? Gives it doesn't want to kill anymore. Gives it isn't planning your downfall. Well, gives it has those plans, but gives it doesn't want to go through with them anymore. Oh, well, I'm glad about that. That's good. Gives it doesn't know what they're supposed to do with themselves anymore. Uh, gives it can do uh, what she wants. Gives it can do what she wants. Yes. Help yeah. to being neutral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gives it does what she wants. Exactly. Gibson takes you! You've saved Gibson from life of horror and anger and murder! You're welcome. She kind of like sits on your shoulder and it's not purring, but she certainly vocalizes a weird chittering noise that sounds happy. At least she's happy. And you tree stand above the ruins of a slaughtered clay creature and a lot of sewer water with a redeemed demon who has followed in the footsteps of your patron deity, uh, Ariato, thanks to your own actions. You don't know what else is in this place, but you get the feeling that you're slowly closing in on whoever is behind what's going on in Moonstone Hall and hopefully closing in on some real answers. This episode of Dice to Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Dennis FFX, Eva, Chris Lutman, Hiku, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C, Fan Daniel, Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Elizabeth, Danny, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Moderna, John the Book Order, SS66Seeker, Leon, Tyler, Dame Valerie the Turd, and Sierra. You wanna support us too? Check out uh, patreon.com slash dice roll and see what you can get 
for helping us to keep it rolling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.